welcome you to Apocalypse, Mr. Manheim. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Herpes might go into That's how you get herpes. What kind of, what kind of herpes again? Uh, HSV2. So, it sounds like the, the next Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. And we're back on the couch. It's Darkseid's couch. This is James. This is Oh, uh, I was uh, I was cutting uh, it. Uh, uh, Fuck uh, yourself, uh, Mike. This is Shay. This is Mike. Getting and I, really. And I've been my I've been put in my place. <laughs> okay. All right. Everybody, calm down. Everybody on the same page again. I, I'm all right. I'm. I'll submit to a woman. It's fine. I'm cool. Uh, yeah. I'm cool. Well, you can't both be submissive. Somebody here has to be dominant. I can't you, dominate both you, of you guys. Well, you can. I am in the center <laughs> of the room. I do have the biggest arm span. This is so true. That's, <laughs> that's how we judge everything. That's how we should. That's how we should do our elections. (laughs) Who's got? Well, then Trump would still win. (laughs) No, his doctor would say he would win, but it actually wouldn't be true. It'd be some weird, some weird contingency where he has big fake plastic hands or some shit. What's going on? Like he's like he's super like like fast food gross, and everyone his doctor goes, he's doing great. He's yeah. one pound away from being obese. I keep hearing, dude. That's some fucking Kim Jong Un shit. Yeah, that sounds like a lie. But the doctor who said this was an Obama appointee. So I don't know if like they just got to this guy and said, dude, here's what you're going to say about Donald Trump. Here's what you're going to say that he's he's in excellent physical health, despite the fact that he takes a bunch of pills and he's clearly obese. You're going to say he's in excellent physical health. Mm-hmm. I, would want, I want my president to be on pills, though. Brain pills, special brain pills like in uh, Unbreakable or what was that movie? <laughs> uh, the, Incorruptible. The, the, unfuckables. No, I know what you're talking. Uh, not invincible. Whatever. Uh, unlimited, unlimited, something like that. I never it's saw unlimited. it though because that movie pissed me off because he had super intelligence and he chooses to write a book and then play the stock market. And it's <laughs> like, right. okay, it's not how that works, but all right. Speaking of writing a book, we got a book today. Yeah. Uh, if I can get through, I'm still dealing with the croaky voice. Um, but we're doing Phoenix issue number one from 1975 uh, from Atlas Comics, a, a book called From the Ashes, written by Jeff Rovin, art by Sal. Amendola. Mike, you picked this out. Yeah, I did. Uh, it's because it looked old and uh, and it was available <laughs> and I needed to pick a book. Wow. Good criteria. Yeah. And so this is why we're reading it. So Atlas Comics um, was founded by Martin Goodman, who was the founder of Marvel. And he sold the company and then formed this instead. And uh, he hired a guy by the name of Larry Lieber to what? edit a lot of the books. He sold Marvel and then opened this? Yeah. Yes, he did. Wow, he fucked up. He did fuck now, up. He thought he could do this again. Larry Lieber. Larry Lieber was the editor of a lot of the books, and he was Stan Lee's brother. Lieber. You know, what uh, I see here is that uh, I now realize that we never find out why he's called Phoenix. We never find out why he's called Phoenix. Here's an interesting thing. By the fourth issue, it only lasted four issues. But by the fourth issue, he was now the protector. So this Phoenix tag at the you know on the cover of it, the big title of it, it was changed to the Protector. I think no, no, no. I think it is. I I think it's because they think he's dead and he comes back. Exactly. Uh, Back to life. Exactly. Out of the ashes, he comes. It it also calls him the Man of Tomorrow, which is clearly Superman. Yeah. Like you're not allowed. You can't be. You can't just steal Superman's copyright. I, he looks like Iron Man meets Captain America, but he's clearly Green Lantern. No, he's no, he's Captain Adam. Oh, and he's Captain Adam. He's a lot of stuff. If you guys haven't realized, most of these superheroes are pretty much the same. Yeah. Are you just guys just not realizing that? Yeah, kind of it's do funny the same though. Way? Like, I have a show. I'm doing a show, right, where we do all these superhero books. Like, very rarely. Oh, what show is that? This one. I've heard that's <laughs> good. I've heard it's very good. Yeah. So, like, but in real life, like when I'm reading comics, 
almost none of the ones I read are about superheroes. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you don't really like superheroes all that much. No, isn't that weird? Yeah. I, just, I just realized Phoenix has a chest plate that's the same color as his flesh, so I like to think it's like a Power Girl cut out. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, not his flesh. Yeah. He's, he's got his whole body except his neck and face are covered. Yeah, but and his tits. But he's got a Power Girl oh, thing going on. And there, look, he's got a, the accentuates his penis. He's got like... Yeah. So he's just got kind of like it. It looks like a cloth version of an Iron Man costume. Really though, he's wearing uh, he's wearing a, a, an alien suit designed for aliens. Really so we don't know Captain where their America penis is. Have we thoroughly covered how he's dressed yet yes. on the cover? All right. No. What kind of shoes is he wearing, and where are they from? So he is wearing Pumas. Oh wow, he's they got- do they do look yeah they they look like. <laughs> They no, like, they look like Adidas or Sperry. Uh, to be fair, it, look, it looks like he did, they just didn't color in his feet. Yeah, he's supposed to be wearing Fubu. <laughs> <laughs> for us, by us. Uh, here's All some right. ads for some shit. You can get a Hercules wristband, which is just like a punk rock uh, thing you put around your wrist. There's a horror record. An air car. Just a bunch of garbage, really. Yeah, there's a bunch of Star Trek stuff. Yeah, kids were into that at the time. Now Actually, they, one thing I noticed in this is that there are ads for... Uh, Marvel and DC like character posters and things like that. Yeah. Uh, let's really talk weird. about the Playboy ad snuck in here. Oh, it yeah. says Playboy decals for one nineteen. It's just a decal of a bunny. That's yep. all it is. And there's foaming sugar. So apparently, uh, this is where Spencer's got their inspiration. Yeah, this is basically Spencer's the page or a gads gadzoots gads gadzoots. There was a, that was like a, like Spencer's. They had those. I, yeah, I don't know what that is. It's just Spencer's. It's okay. They had a different name. So we open up, and right out the gate, we're coming in hot. The year nineteen seventy-seven. Two years into the future, the magical future of two years from now. Um, we've got a spaceship that is breaking up. And it's collapsing, and everybody's gonna die. Well, it's like a space station, it's orbiting a space station. orbiting Earth. And so uh, we've got this guy. Who do we got? What's the name? There's a name in here that we need to know. Uh, Tyler. There's a Ed Tyler. I think his name is Ed. Is it Ed Tyler? His name is Hal Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, air pressure's down to zero, and everything's going to shit. We have no time to get acquainted with any of these people because it's immediately happening. Uh, everything's falling to shit. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, so they're gonna try to fix the course near Alaska. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Phoenix from the ashes. Okay. There you go. So uh, their space station kind of explodes. It looks like the Voyager. Is it Voyager or Deep Space Nine? Deep Space Nine is uh, the space station show. Okay. So it looks like the Deep Space Nine uh, space station. It does not, but okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Whatever. Fuck you. That show is great. It looks like Um, a roulette wheel. uh, So there's no time to fix the computer. Start the countdown. They're going to try and bring her in manually. The thing already looks destroyed, so I don't know how they're going to have any luck with that. I'm yeah. not going to lie, James. I think you very succinctly sum up the first five pages of this book with astronauts get exploded. Yeah, you know, they did get exploderated. Uh, but it's it's the kind of thing where oftentimes in comics, like way too much will happen in one panel and they've decompressed it to the point where this whole space station that could have exploded in, in a couple panels is taking like five pages. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's 1975. Like the idea of there even being a space station at all is exciting. So yeah. they, like they can just cover that for a while. Really capitalizing that. Well, they're really, Atlas was really trying to just like ride whatever wave at the time, trying to establish their own little universe. Oh my God. Like this is like taking all your money and savings, and investing in Bitcoin. Like you, have, you have you have championed Bitcoin so much. Well, I don't own any of it. I just like the idea of making money for I, nothing. I believe you in the past had basically told me that you really wanted to buy Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, I did. And by the time this episode is on, Bitcoin will probably not exist anymore. You know what's funny? It's like, it, I guess someone, as a joke, it created a cryptocurrency called a dog coin. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it immediately became like worth more than Bitcoin. Hmm. 
Um, so the ship burns out of control and they crash into the Arctic Sea. And, Antarctic uh, Sea. Oh, it does say. Yeah, yeah it oh, does say and Antarctic Sea. Some kind of Arctic Sea. Some, one of those many Arctic Seas that you hear about all the time on yeah. the news. So they're dizzy from the smoke as he comes out to get away from the fire, and the, the capsule uh, explodes before he has a chance to uh, set up the life raft. Yep. And so all of his friends are dead. All of his friends are yeah, dead. There's a big so. explosion with a rim shot for some reason. Yeah. It says Badum. So you're right. Ed Tyler, his name is Ed Tyler, yep. and he lands in a, in a frozen beach. On this Arctic wasteland. Because this is before global warming, and there still were Arctic areas. Back in the day, we used to have ice and snow that naturally formed in the world. Yeah. That's another thing that will be completely gone by the time that we put this episode up. Yeah, and oxygen will be gone, because all the the oxygen-creating plants will be dead, too. Yep, we're going to walk around with masks all the time. It's going to be a great 2018. Yep. Trump 2020. We'll we'll be gone. We'll be gone. Yeah, there will be no 2020. Yeah. Um, So in his last waking moments, the astronaut sees a strange sterile eye floating above him. It's sterile, though. And then... uh, Very sterile. So there's an orbit. (laughs) There's a a little uh, orb floating above him that's transmitting pictures uh, back to a a station. Mm -hmm. And in it, we see... The weirdest aliens I've seen in a long time. And they all got that weird haircut everyone had in the yeah. late '90s, where they like their hair was overly gelled, and they and they just flipped the front part. Yeah, remember that when everyone did that? They just have basically a ridge of hair at the front of their yeah. forehead. When everybody did that, I am very happy though that apparently the 1970s Sears catalog went all the way up yeah. to aliens because <laughs> so, that's how they're all dressed. So they're all dressed like John Arbuckle. <laughs> Y'all remember that haircut though? We remember you know, that? that you know what I'm talking about? Where everyone's yearbook. Like they all had yes. that same fucking. Look, it took a minute. And they yes. had like that bleach. Like they bleached the top and then they, they grew out the sides and it was like super dark and it looked like look, shit. We are on to more important matters now. Look at their shirts. They've got these. They, those so, look super comfortable. So they're wearing like John Travolta 1970 shirts. And they're on here. Earth. They're in the 70s and it's well, on Earth. Well, let me ask you this though. So are they wearing those clothes because that's the style of the time on Earth? Yeah. Or or is everyone Earth wearing them because they have set the trend? Or did they just always wear these clothes and just so happened that 1975 was also the year that humans were wearing? I just clothes? think that they're on Earth and these are the clothes that are available. But they can make, they're an advanced species. They can make whatever they want. Yeah, I know, but they like this. <laughs> they're really into these like, Where do you like think 70s they golf it shirts. From? They, do you think that, I'm, I'm kidding Sears. about the Sears catalog. They're like polyester. Dude, that cotton polyester blend is the shit. I'm not saying it doesn't they feel don't, great. They don't have it on their own planet. All right. <laughs> is that why they came here? Yeah, they came here for those fucking <laughs> wicked shirts, bro. Cotton is the fabric of our lives, <laughs> yeah, not Yeah, you don't so. even know. You don't even right. know. So I'm going to try and look past this. So they're having an argument about whether or not they should help this human creature. Yeah, they're pretty alien looking. They're pretty. They're very alien looking. And I can't tell if it's bad art or just the, a very alien uh, uh, way to make these characters. They look. look like they were designed by the guy who made Aeon Flux. Yeah. Remember that cartoon? Big yeah. exaggerated Flux? limbs. That yeah. show was great. Or um, somebody showed me a picture of Doug Jones on the new Star Trek. Oh, yeah, yeah. They all kind of look like that. Dude, that show really turned around. It, was, it wasn't all that great at first, and now it's actually getting pretty cool. Like, I'm digging it. Downright decent. Now yeah. that I know Doug Jones is in it, I might, I might watch it. It's cool. It's a cool show. Good I for them. Got no time for another Star Trek. Ah, well, they haven't had one in like... 15, 20 years. Wasn't there one not that long ago? It didn't do too well. Uh, the, the one movie? with Scott Bakula. Was that with Scott Bakula? Yeah, Star Trek Enterprise. That was one. Like I really liked that show. No. The only thing I didn't like was like they they put a lot of makeup on the Vulcan. 
Like that Vulcan ain't wearing makeup. <laughs> like they're trying to make her like the ratings were real low, so they like made her real sexy. Oh. It's like, wait, what? Why would she know, be sexy? I don't know that you could sex up a Vulcan. It's not the sexy, or maybe like a fringe. She was sexy before they put a bunch of makeup on her and gave her fake tits. Like hmm. before, she was like she was just looks like a cute chick, and then they made her look like like some gross. 90s there is TV. a show in Chicago uh, that is a Klingon Christmas Carol, and it is legitimately the entirety of a Christmas Carol done in Klingon. Why haven't I been watching this? And uh, the reason I bring it up because you have to go outside. It's because the narrator, so you know people who don't who are not fluid in Klingon understand what's happening is a Vulcan. Oh, Fred. All right. So, and my my best friend, Jamie Spagnola, uh, name drop, was the Vulcan this year. And so I have some great pictures of her dressed up as a Vulcan and I will agree. She looks very cute. I would like to see those. She's married. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> wow. Dead in its tracks. <laughs> All right. All right. So they're arguing. One guy is wearing a superhero suit. Yeah, it's odd. One of them has like a whole thing going on. And he's like, I thought, thought we were wearing the fucking Superman suits today. I thought we we're wearing our, our Iron Man jammies. Well, I yeah. guess that's the suit that uh, Ed steals. It looks very much like yeah, his. Yeah, it might be the suit that he actually steals to turn into his Phoenix costume. Mm. So then we've got an ad for, I don't know, a bunch of sword and sorcery bullshit. Yeah, and there's Spock. Speaking of Vulcans, there's Spock. There's Spock. There's uh, uh, Planet of the Apes there's, guy, Dr. Zayas. Uh, there's the Terror, Terror Incorporated. Yeah. What the fuck was that guy's name? Yeah, Little Black, Black, Black Terror, and Black Terror. Yeah, Black Crossbones. That's a character uh, we did uh, a while ago. Uh, that didn't live up. War effort. That didn't live you know. up because it was the, him and a little boy running over like like a Japanese stereotype. People in a tank. Yeah, and they were so happy. No, it was a steamroller. Oh, good lord! And the kid had a machine gun, <laughs> or the dad had a machine gun, and he was gunning him down. I'll that, go back and listen. That did not good. live up. That did not live. Up. And then right here, there's like a history of comics and there's Marvel and DC characters. It's like, you know, that's your competitors, right? Are you really selling books to show how much better your competitors are than you? Well, they're not. <laughs> they're not? No. You'd rather be reading this? I mean, it's basically all the same. <laughs> so, uh, oh, here's my favorite part. Okay. Here's the part where the uh, one of the aliens says, uh, we are a great race. It is our duty to look after lesser beings. What say you, Cetra? And Cetra goes, it is true. We are indeed great. Like, yeah. that wasn't really what they were asking him, like whether or not you agree that they're awesome. That wasn't the point. <laughs> like, no, we, we are really awesome. You got that right. They're pretty good looking. I mean, like, like, they don't got a lot of body fat. Like, they're, they're doing well, pretty yeah. good. And really? then he, like, admonishes him and is like, we are indeed great. But that is not the issue. <laughs> yeah. Look, nobody's debating whether or not we're cool. <laughs> Have you seen our collars? Dude, they're pretty cool. Yeah, dude, they're, they're, like, they're wearing belts and jeans. Yeah. They're pretty slick. Very stylish. Yeah. And so they decide to uh, grab the Earthman. They go out there. They know the ship's vanished. And they decide to take him into their complex. So they teleport over to him and they grab him and teleport him back. You think they could just teleport him over? But you know, No, they wanted to go outside. And <laughs> then there's a <laughs> scene back at NASA headquarters where they address... What do we tell the wives? And they're like, you know, tell them we're doing the very best we can. Because they can't handle it. (laughs) Some of those wives are now widows. Yeah, those wives are like six feet away. They heard everything you just said. All of them except for one are widows. Yeah, and we're all, yeah, we're just reading it going, fuck you, man. Bring out the corpse wagon and tell those women it's okay. (laughs) I mean, I know they don't know either, but this is one of those instances of where I don't like being 
omniscient about the people in the comic book. You know, fighter pilots used to uh, do a lot of wife swapping because if there was a chance any one of them would be killed, they knew that they would know their wives would be taken care of because the other men would have emotional attachments to them. Well, I mean, we should really just do that as a society in general. You care about each other? Care yeah. about each other. And if it and if it extends into sex, all right, whatever. Who cares? All right. Just have some <laughs> open-mindedness. It's what, 2022? Whatever year it is now. <laughs> Twenty twenty two. I legit had to think about it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like twi- really? It's all starting to blur together nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I have memories of things that have not yet happened. Uh, so uh, Ed Tyler, he wakes up. Uh, the aliens run in and they say, "We were concerned you might not survive your, your wounds," which is interesting because they were thinking about killing him anyway. And he has no wounds, clearly. Yeah, yeah. he's just he's just <laughs> which makes no sense because then he asks, yeah. "Where are my companions?" Yeah. Oh, no, they're dead. They're they're all, yeah, don't worry about them. So now we know, again, they're widows. (laughs) Yeah. They are widows. Yeah, they're widows, and uh, do not concern yourself with them. Their ordeal is over. (laughs) Which is a very zen approach. That's like what I would say to someone when I'm trying to console them at a funeral. His ordeal is (laughs) over. Their ordeal is over. Have you started dating yet? (laughs) And he says, "Uh, their ordeal is over. Yours is just beginning. Come with us. He's like, like, unreal, bro. And then they move on. And he's thinking this, and then soon we find out that they're actually telepathic, so they're here, everything he's saying. Yeah, there you go. And there's guaranteed to triple your money, Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, you can buy you can buy shitty jewelry that's guaranteed to triple your money. Uh, this is not a guarantee. Now, that was the Bitcoin back in the dirt. You, know, you just buy shitty gold and give them to your ugly, stupid grandparents. Dude, that's... Uh, no, it's uh, the other way around. It's your grandparents it, get duped into doing. Now it is. That, and Alex, it's being sold to you by Alex Jones. <laughs> I guarantee you, the lizard people have assured me. I've actually only ever heard Alex uh, Jones Alex talk. Jo- First of all, Alex Jones is against the lizard people. He's not going to be talking to them. He's not for, oh, well, but he, he, he believes they exist, though. I don't know. Does it, it seems like something you would know, no. whether or not Alex Jones believes in the lizard people. No. Why right. would I know? Because you, I don't, I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure if you believe in the lizard people or not. No. I'm not sure if you're on that. No. All right. Well. I'm just, like, not 100% sure. <laughs> So you, you left the door open that there may be a few lizard people in Washington. Dude, I'm going to tell you this. All right. It's a big universe. And uh, it seems that the whoever's up top, like making these decisions, it's counterproductive to the it's just counterproductive to the survival of the of the species on the planet. So, like, what, what's their motivation then? What Like and if their motivation is to terraform the planet because they need a different environment to survive, then now their motivations make sense. Possibly, they're probably lizards. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm gonna be dead. I'm gonna I'm gonna be dead soon, James. Like I only got like 30 years left. Eh. Considering like how how bad the country's getting. Well, I I'm mean, gonna die a ringworm. I am sure that the rich have some sort of weird space station program to go colonize Mars. So there's a a reference in here where Ed goes, "If ever a man needed Owen Marshall," and I immediately read that and went like, "Who the." Fuck is Owen Marshall. Yeah, who is Owen Marshall? Owen Marshall was a TV show on at the time that starred uh, Arthur Hill. I don't know who that is, but it's called Owen Marshall, a counselor at law. Oh, because he's being, being put on trial whether or not yeah. they should kill this guy. And uh, so he has no lawyer, which is also kind of bullshit. Well, he's, he's, I mean, it's like putting a dog on trial for these guys. <laughs> like, they don't respect his species. Well, they don't but res- they're still having him there. Like, like if they're going to treat him like a dog, just kill him and get it over with. Yeah, it's like, like, this dude's horrified at how he's being treated. It's like, dude, like, how are you any better for how you treat animals? 
Well, they actually kind of they kind of bring this up because they they kind of decide they're deadlocked and they don't know whether or not they should let him leave or, or anything like that. Because he knows that they're there. Yeah, he knows that they're there, and uh, he's worried, or they're worried that he's gonna if he goes free, he's gonna tell her about the aliens. And which he of is. course he would. Yeah, of course. Why the hell wouldn't he? But do no that? one will believe him. No one will believe. He's an astronaut. Yes, they would. Doesn't the, didn't one of the astronauts come back and say he saw aliens? But then you find out that zero gravity also affects the chemicals in your, how you, the chemicals in your brain flow. So. Having space madness is a serious problem. I could believe space madness. I mean, fuck, it's a whole different environment. Like, yeah. I like, mean, I'm just thinking about the pilot episode of The Twilight Zone, so... I mean, I hear, that, like, Stimpy. I hear that we can't go back to the moon because the moon dust will just fucking destroy everything. Like, we can't... Anything we build there will just be destroyed because of the moon dust, and we can't withstand it, and it's just... It's not going to work. Yeah, we're not meant to live there. We're yeah. not meant to be anywhere we but Why Earth. can't we go back? It's ex- it's expensive for nothing. It's expensive for nothing, but like we can't breathe in. If you breathe in that that moon dust, some of that some of that sweet sweet moon dust. But we can still go back for what reason? To be on the fucking moon. <laughs> Going there in the beginning was dumb. We'll find somewhere to go. Don't worry. Like it costs the the fuel required to get there is unreasonable. Everything is unreasonable. Like so, we have well, that's problems why we here. Shut down, you know, actual space exploration for a long time. So uh, let's right. let's figure out this food and air problem. <laughs> let's figure that out first. One step at a time. Who was it that said they wanted to colonize Mars during the? I uh, want to colonize Mars. No, during the Republican probably Trump debates. No, I think it might have been Gingrich, but I'm not 100. Col- sure. like, like, like anyone who goes to Mars can never come back because Earth's gravity would crush them. All right, we're getting back to this stupid <laughs> comic book. So uh, Ed Tyler uh, he realizes that they can read his mind. And so then he freaks out and decides he's going to Oh, he says, cripes, I'm not going to let a bunch of zombies pass judgment. I mean, he's thinking that. And they go, Mr. Tyler, on the contrary, Mr. Tyler, you are our prisoner. You will do exactly as we say. He's like, what? You devils can read my mind? And he flips out. And he says, I'm going to kick your ass, buddy. That's basically what he says. <laughs> I'm really close, actually, what he says. Except he, yeah, moldy kissers. Uh, yeah. Ass. What I said was way better. Yeah, y- yeah. Yeah, you are. You are way better than this comic. So one of the, <laughs> oh, oh, thank so you. One of the aliens uh, like zaps his space powers and uh, burns the floor so that Ed Tyler falls over. And then he, he starts to give him a lecture. And he says, now listen, you little shit. You are nothing to us. This is actually verbatim what he says. You mean nothing to us. You are primitive, irrational. You react with emotion and not intellect. Although he seems to be reacting pretty emotionally at this point. With so, his fucking slim, critical. shady hair. Yeah, he's got like that yacht club uh, sort of style going on. Looks looking good. He looks like he's uh, going to go to like a vampire weekend concert. You know, we are shitting on this book, but it actually has a really cool style to it. I can't tell if it's good art or, or horrible art. I, I think it, I think it's pretty cool. I like yeah. it. It, it. I like it a lot. It's different. So uh, they say, uh, well, you're the first human to come among us in many years. So I'm going to keep you for observation. Yeah. Because uh, we can learn a lot from you. So we're going to spare your life, but you can never leave. Who was the other human? Yeah, let's learn uh, about that know. dude. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they really worked out the backstory on this. Hal Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Not he letting was, go of that Hal Jordan, are you? <laughs> so this, this, this reminds me of it. This other guy, he was way more interesting. Like, even these, the aliens look like athletic guardians of the universe. They're a good, like, seven feet tall. Yeah, but they just look like the guardians of the universe, but athletic. The guardians of the galaxy or guardians of the Oa? Oh, yeah, you're talking about yeah. the okay, guardians of the universe. The, the, yeah, okay, okay. You're talking about the, the Owen, Owens. Owen, Owen, <laughs> Owen, Owen Wilson or whatever his name was. Who's the, who's the lawyer? Owen something. Owen Marshall. Owen Marshall. 
he goes, you're in for a surprise. And it says, Atlas Comics is not still in business. So this is a surprise. house ad for Atlas Comics. And we see all their shitty characters, which actually a couple of them might be interesting. Like this Swamp Thing knockoff guy in the background. Seems like he might be kind of cool. Uh, big, I like guy. Uh, I like bandana neck cowboy. There's a guy. There's a cowboy with a wearing a, a neckerchief. And there's devil woman. There's a devil woman wearing a bikini. I believe she's called Sorceress or something Ooh, like that. But yeah, apparently uh, you can only do magic knows. if you're naked. And there's yeah. a Turok. Is that Turok? Dinosaur yes, Hunter? Turok's back there. Is that really Turok, no, though? No, it's not Turok. I don't know who it is. It might be Turok. Let's look that up. Who let's, Turok is? Let's see if Turok was in Atlas Comics. Well, it looks like Vandal Savage is thrown in there. He's not, I know, but... Yeah, well, there's a couple of barbarian characters. Turok first appeared in uh, Western Publishing through licensed Doe Comics, Dynamite. No, I don't see uh, anything. So, okay, so we see here in this ad... Like there's a blue version of Phoenix. Like like it's, um, it's, it's is his, that Phoenix? Yeah, it's his yeah. costume, but it's blue. Yeah, that is the same costume. I don't. Well, that might be. Is he just changed his costume when he becomes Protector? So that may be Protector. That's a terrible name. I dude, it's a terrible comic book company. Fucking, like, what do you want? How did he think this would do better than Marvel? <sighs> he was he was trying trying something. I don't Hopes know, man. Prayers. Do you think he was, it went broke? What, what happened to the guy who created Atlas Comics? Uh, you mean the guy who created Marvel and then? Yeah. What happened to him? Martin Goodman. Is Let's it, see. Did he die penniless? I think he might actually even still be. No, he can't be alive. How do you like your boy Stan Lee getting in trouble for smacking asses? Yeah. Nothing new there. You know what's fucked up though? Apparently uh, they went, they did some accounting and they found like he's missing like $800,000 and the women who's accusing him of this, they think they stole the money and then now they're doing this to draw attention away from the fact they stole the money. Hmm. But I've, but I've hearing, heard for a while. Yeah, I've been hearing shit about Stan Lee grabbing asses. I'm for saying, years. what's up? Like, if someone robbed him of a shit ton of money and they don't know what happened. I mean, that sucks. I wonder what all my friends who paid hundreds of dollars in order to take pictures with Stan Lee now feel. Yeah. Wait, you have friends who paid hundreds of dollars to take a photograph with some old dude? Yep. Your God, friends are. I mean, they made some poor decisions with their money on yeah. that one. I mean, I'm sure they're good folks. They're just excited. I take back what I said. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it means a lot to him. Goodman died in 1992 in Palm Beach, Florida at the age of 84. So uh, he probably wasn't broke. He's doing good. Yeah, he That's probably, a good end. He, it looks like he published all kinds of different magazines just trying to get by. All right. Just trying to keep it alive. Yeah. All right. So let's get back to the story here. <laughs> I just had to know. Yeah. So they, they show him. They decide to show Ed what's going on here. They had, they see, in 1975 or 1977, the sixth place, the aliens had 4K TVs. They did. They didn't have no, still nobody was making 4K content, but they had the TVs to display uh, it at least. So he said, and these recorded images are over a million years old. They yep. show the dawn of your species. So he says that, that they actually came down and they mutated on the monkeys. Okay, so right here, even though he says that they, they the aliens, created human beings, it said, in the beginning, God created God. this planet mm-hmm. and all things else. So they have so proof of God. They are Christians. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, no, no, no. Be, uh, they never specify Christ or anything because they say... Well, Christ is Lord. That they... <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> that they then uh, mutated us. Yeah, they so evolved So they said, humans. you know, oh, God created you, but then now we're your God. You oh, then, didn't God create you? Didn't God change who you are? They say God... They said in the beginning, God created this planet. So these aliens That's, don't know how planets are formed. Yeah, you're just talking about a monotheistic religion. There's nothing about like Jesus in like this. There's nothing... They, 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 God just rolled up some clay and made a ball out of it? Yeah, so they visited this Play-Doh. this planet and they had sex with the mammals. So... That's, that's changing them from ape to man. That's 
inferred that what he's talking about is they they fucked a bunch of monkeys mm-hmm. who clung to the branches of trees. Well, and, good. Uh, we need less monkeys. And they and they and they they death gripped our alien dicks. And they said, since then, you guys haven't done anything but make wars. And so we should probably eliminate you. And then he brings up a good point, which is, well, hang on, if you're going to eliminate us for making mistakes, then shouldn't you eliminate yourselves as well? Because if if we're a mistake and you made us, isn't isn't it on you as well? And uh, he decides, you know what? Fuck that. He, he's not interested. In, he's in, like, I didn't make you. Oh, that was a million years ago, bro. Like, I didn't have nothing to do with that. I'm not the monkey fucker. And then he pushes him against the wall and forces his tongue down his mouth. That's that's how they they intimidate each other with his species. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they, we, culturally, we don't know. Yeah, they may they may be being very friendly. <laughs> well, it is. So they get in a huge fight. No, they don't. He pushes him against the wall and then he carves his silhouette around the wall with his laser fingers. Yes, he does. Which is also uh, what his friends call him. And he tells him, like, (laughs) we have much to talk about. We're going to go rest. I'm going to show you your quarters. Uh, let's let's put this whole ugly incident behind us. There's an ad for sea monkeys. Yep, so that's shown up in quite a few comics. Yeah, we have. Uh, there's, and then there's there's some good superheroes, unlike them shit ones like <laughs> this, like this comic with hey fucking kids. fucking loser Hal Jordan. If you like superheroes that don't suck, <laughs> might I suggest Batman and ignore the Hulk. Yes, uh, more Star Trek shit you can buy. Look at this Mister Spock like statue you can get with him fighting an alligator or something. That show is terrible. Mm. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Here we clearly see that Hal Jordan is actually Mark Hamill. Yeah, the the knockoff Hal Jordan is a little bit more Mark Hamill in him. Look at him; he looks just like Mark Hamill now. He was well, watching Star Wars when he was drawing it. I he just started. Oh wait, drawing this is 1975, so no, no, he no. was just he was just a bad artist. He was just an inconsistent artist. No, so um, he looks good. Nah, Ed, so Ed Tyler breaks out mm-hmm. and uh, he runs down the hallway and he starts uh, grabbing just bits and pieces. Uh, some atomic transistors, which he somehow understands how it all works, even though he's never seen any of this uh, technology he's an astronaut, He knows nuclear James. physics. Yeah, he's an astronaut. Shut so, up. So come this, on. This page is all about how super smart everything is, and it has a typo. Where's the typo? Where? Yeah, where? Uh, at some point, Ed says, first rule for alien hotshots. What it's supposed to say is never underestimate a man. A, yeah, a human. Thank you for letting me see it again. Well, I was uh, looking for where it was. First rule yeah. for alien hotshots, never underestimate... That's what estate. it's supposed to say. Yeah, it never says under never estate. under a state, a human. Okay, well. Isn't that correct, though? Under a state? No, under I, a just, state? I, I just looked it up. There's no word. Oh, wow. Never under a state, a human. The fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he puts together his... Uh, he and puts to together raid his... their men's shop for a climate-proof jersey. Uh, so he puts on this, which really it shouldn't fit him, right? Cause no, because they're huge. Yeah, they're yeah, huge. Yeah, and he's putting it over his flying gear. Well, maybe that's why it fits then. Yeah. Because we're in be. two layers now. Yeah. So uh, he decides to run out. The aliens are losing their shit. Yeah, but uh, they're great shirts. They have these great, like, pink, like, salmon-colored shirts. Oh, wait, he's wearing a different suit because that guy still has his on. Yeah, well, it's it's a similar suit. But yeah, yeah, the, the superhero alien is, uh, he gets knocked out. Yeah, it, this is like the equivalent of a chimpanzee getting a machine gun. Yeah, yeah, he's out of control. Ed Tyler's out of control, and he's fucking up these aliens left and right. He's punching them in the dick. He's like, kicking them in the dick. Like he's sucking them in the dick. Like they're, like they're begging him to stop, but they did threaten to destroy his planet. Yeah, what, what do you expect him to do at this point? Yeah, they're just going to destroy the planet, so it's like, I don't give a fuck about you, God. So he he makes an escape outside of the uh, outside of the building. So he like he fires his laser fingers, and the force of it throws him in back towards the wall, and it looks like he broke his neck. <laughs> and then he, uh, realized, he looks up, he goes, oh, my God. Did I do that? He says it like Steve Urkel, I assume. Yeah, because it's 1975 when that show was out. Yeah. 
So he uh, decides to make a make a go for it, and he flies away. And the aliens are like, ah, stop, stop, stop! And he gets away. And then they're all like, well, now you now you fucked his heart here. Yeah. Are you satisfied? They didn't say any of that part though. This means war. I uh, summed it up pretty well. And so they're like, well, we'll trace his neutron trail, which isn't real. Mm. Uh, we'll follow his progress. Like, and, <laughs> neutrons aren't real. I thought they are. I don't real. know. It's a neutron. You generate a neutron trail. I don't know that that's real. Oh yeah, neutron trail. It does say trail. that, yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing. Is he like a, a gecko? No, they, they have green skin, but they're just, I don't know, they're kind of humanoid. They really look like Aeon Flux. Like, yeah, the more long, this book goes on, lens. yeah, the more their faces, everything. Yep. So, uh, what's his name? Phoenix. He's now called the Phoenix, or at least the, <laughs> I don't think he was like the Phoenix. I don't think he ever refers to himself as no. the Phoenix. I think they forgot what the name of the character was as they were writing the book. They're going to call him the Protector, and it's going to be a shit. <laughs> Do you think maybe they called the protector because it just forgot that it was supposed to be called Phoenix? Yeah. I know it started with a P. That's all I remember of it. Just something. So he thinks he's over uh, Iceland. Yeah, he's over Reykjavik, uh-huh. the capital of Iceland. And now he's the most powerful man on Earth. And he says, uh, oh, I always wondered what I would do if I was the most powerful man on Earth. And uh, I guess I'll just kind of float around and wait for shit to happen. And that's a responsibility to not take lightly. It's almost like with great responsibility. Comes sweet ass costumes. Dude, everyone in Iceland has a wonderful dancer's frame. Everyone is looking good in Iceland. The uh, the diet's great. The everything's there. Climate. Everyone's happy. They're pleased with their government. Everything's going well. And the, their their clean burning geothermal energy plant randomly explodes. It randomly explodes, and uh, Phoenix is like, "Well, that seems unlikely," but he decides to spring into action anyway and, he and says, try to help. These and he people. says, "Dear God!" And then the aliens go, "Who who called?" Yep, because the aliens are uh, have delusions of grandeur. Mm, even you know, they haven't really shown that they're really good at anything. Like the aliens are so full of themselves. We're never really seen that they've done anything. Mm, we're just taking their word for them that they're awesome. What does that say? Stricken Reykjavik. Reykjavik? Reykjavik, the capital of Iceland. Oh. Not Reykjavik? Uh, Reykjavik? Reykjavik is the cap- capital. I don't know where Reykjavik Can he read minds now? Now that he's wearing their... No, no I've no. always heard it pronounced as Reykjavik. Reykjavik. I don't know. Sure. It's the same thing. I don't, mm. I don't know how... It's, I'm not Icelandic. Iceland's awesome. Yeah, well, not according to this comic book. It's on fire all the time, well, which actually is pretty Bjorn. awesome. Like those people like that are now surrounded by lava, they're dead. Yeah, they're gone. But there's a little girl, and uh, he's able to save her because he can't kill a little girl. In Thankfully, a comic book. she speaks English. Yeah. So she speaks English. She's able. Why? Why does it matter that she can speak English? Like, clearly, she needs to be rescued either way. Mm. And then there's this ad to, uh, like, uh, customize and restore van yes, interiors. Yes. And you can We've take- seen this one before. Yeah, it says you can take in up to $750 per week, which is pretty good even nowadays. This That's not bad. ad for your, your cock saddle. Oh, my Sibian? Yeah, your Sibian. Yeah. I bet you have to do 75 cars in order to get $750. You can, you can just, oh, to like, uh, to, what is that called when you, when you paint your van? What, van? Customizing? No, what was, what was the act called? Customizing? No, the detailing. The detailing, uh, eh. air, airbrush. Yeah, airbrushing is airbrushing. Do it. That's what I'm looking. Take for. it down to the flea market, get a Native American to airbrush your van for you. <laughs> um, yeah, put a fucking sweet ass eagle on it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the electron stream is set at factor five. Says one of the aliens because they have a, they have the number five and too. He says, That's good, but let's not raise it to factor eight. Not explaining what that means. It means but, that there's going to be more factors. Yeah, so that three more factors. Three more factors than before. Three more dude. factors than we were dealing with before. Well, this turn his suit off. I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so he his wrist gauntlet is picking up a, a bombardment of nuclear particles. And it says the aliens are behind us. Like, is the wrist telling him that? 
Uh, I mean, he's no, he's just assuming that all of a sudden this has happened because the aliens are freaked out and they're just going to burn everything down now. But he underestimates the strength of the alien beam, and uh, but but apparently he didn't because he's fine. He's totally fine. He says, "I'm going to stop those apes from pushing us around. I might as well begin." He clearly didn't understand that history lesson. Yeah, he's the ape. Yeah, you are the ape. That's what they told you. I learned today that Shay hates apes. She does hate. Hate is not a strong enough word. Like I don't understand why any primate other than humans, and then sometimes humans. Well, why they're wonderful? No, they're not. Gorillas are no. like some of the most uh-uh. like gentle creatures no, alive. Yes, they are. Chimpanzees they, they are brutal will, killers. They will kill you and eat your family <laughs> no, as soon they, as gorillas as soon are as vegetarians. Gorilla, All of them. Gorillas are peaceful. Nope. I don't I don't trust anything to be near me. <laughs> At all, ever. At all. I mean, no, not even my own legitimately. Skin. When I'm at the zoo, he can talk. He can talk. He can talk. He can uh, talk. He can talk. He can talk. I can sing. <laughs> okay, I think that's all I can get away with. Um, no, when I go to the zoo and stuff, I b- will not go near the monkey house. They're not monkeys. They're apes. That's a different species. I will not go towards the monkey slash ape house. Will not. Have I, there's a secret monkey in the goddamn shed aquarium that I have to avoid now. They're like running loose? He hates every APCs. <laughs> We're on the same page. You're the Troy McClure of this podcast. I mean, <laughs> if it's just me and Phil Hartman, I'm okay with that. All right, all right. We're getting back to this. We got to finish this stupid comic book. No. I know nobody wants to finish it, but we got to finish it. I really it. regret picking this There's comic like book. There's like two pages left. So he's been dealing with radiation this entire time, right? Yeah, all yeah. of this is... So he's... He has, yeah, he the next cancer. issue, yeah, yeah it's cancer. just him dying. It's yeah. just him in a hospital bed just shitting on himself. Right. That's all it is. Oh. Uh, so he like absorbs the power or he, or he, he harnesses the power of his uh, suit and he decides to just aim it at this... Uh, aiming at their station, their space station. And I says, ah, factor 10, that's two more factors. And then he says, the resistance is too strong. Our reactors are overloading and they try to evacuate, but they're unsuccessful and the whole thing blows to shit. Yep. And a nuclear explosion destroying Iceland, <laughs> which no, no, that's their, um, that's, that's the space outpost. Oh, right. Yeah. That's so why I thought at first too, is that it was Iceland. all of those recordings that we had of man. Uh, oh, you're yeah. right. All that shit's go- well, you don't think they have backup somewhere? Because no, you see, don't. there's more aliens. That's not the only aliens. Mm. So we, we got to know these aliens, and then it turned out they weren't the only ones. Turns out there's like a whole other batch of aliens uh, with these well, aliens. Well, they're not really aliens. I mean, they've been on Earth for a million, a million years. They're, they live here. I don't know if they originally came. I don't know. what I'm calling them aliens. They're an alien-like species. Mm. So he's like, well, now i got to put this stuff back together. So he's, he's kind of fixing Reykjavik. Uh, he's using his powers kind of black. He's gotten very used to using these powers very quickly, very quickly acclimated. Like, how does he understand how they work? How does he know how to rearrange molecules? Uh, well, how did he fucking know about neutron trails or whatever? He doesn't. Because he, he, doesn't. he knew doesn't. nuclear physics. That's human, so human nuclear physics. So he's like, well, I got, okay, I, I helped you guys out. I mean, it's still kind of a shithole now, but I helped you guys out. Um, I need to go away and think about these things for a while. So now these aliens are having a, a council meeting. One's got a vest. Yeah, he does have a nice vest. Uh, uh, back to the future vest. Some nice accoutrements. And now they have to figure out what's going on, going to happen. And they're basically like, well, we can't. He's got our technology. He can't go free. We're going to have to kill him. There's the alien that created the Caucasians. Yeah. Yeah. There's one white alien who, you know, gets paid a little bit more than the other aliens. <laughs> um, he's in charge. Yeah. So he's uh, he says, we're going to send out an expedition. Uh, we're going to find him. We're going to teach the Earth creature a lesson. And then abort the experiment and destroy the entire planet. Okay, so why not just destroy the planet? I don't know. 
Like if you're gonna they're, kill the human, petty. just destroy the planet from space. For an advanced species, they're very petty about like this. Like what? You're gonna do like if you're gonna get them if you destroy the planet. And so uh back at NASA, uh Ed's wife is like, Well, where, where's my husband? I and hate to keep bothering you, but can you tell me where my if my husband's dead or not? He is the sole source of income for our house. And I we have nine I, children. I don't know what to tell the kids. He's still paying off these tits. Yes. <laughs> they're huge. They are did you see these smoking tatters? I'm I'm Sporting right now, and they, and their and their uh, car mind looks disinterested. He <laughs> looks like he's staring at those tits. He's like, sit tight. Actually, his eyes look like they're welded shut. Sit them tits down. Go home. Get some sleep. There are hundreds of planes. No, they're not. <laughs> Nobody's nobody ain't searching for him. No. No, that is a loss. Here's an ad for Kung Fu Karate via record. <laughs> like, how would you know if you're doing it right? If you're listening to karate, <laughs> uh, there's probably some pictures. And Kung Fu notes. and karate are okay. All right, yeah, whatever. Fuck, fucking karate, stupid. Nobody's gonna, nobody ever want to fight in karate except at a JoJo during a karate match. At a JoJo, a JoJo, you, you idiot. A JoJo, a JoJo. JoJo's a great name for an ape. <laughs> so is Phoenix. Yeah. Um. Great. So he's like, so Ed's great. like, well, I should have known that this was gonna fuck up and blow in my face. So now I don't know what to do. I guess I'm gonna have to find them and uh, turn into a hero and uh, fight them and beat them. But just as this is happening, some aliens have a uh, a target right on his back and they're about to shoot him and we're supposed to care but we don't nope. yeah we don't and that's how the comic ends yeah awesome finale yeah yeah what'd, yeah, what'd you guys yeah. think of that I thought this was the boring <laughs> most boring book we've ever done <laughs> I thought Nighthawk was bad or Darkhawk or whatever Darkhawk Dark was pretty Hawk. bad uh, was. this wasn't as good as uh, the the uh, Brother Powers the Geek this I thought one, I was being harsh I this guess. wasn't as good as uh, anything this this comic legitimately we see the sight of the gun pointed on him and I really want the next scene is him being just, shot just shot, shot him. Yeah. yeah. and then again I just and then he shits his pants I just want yeah. the next issue to be him shitting his pants in one way or another me too, me uh, too. No, I'm gonna give it two out of five goofy aliens my name is Elf I come from the planet Melmac <laughs> Is how the Klingon lures a mate. I remember that episode. I knew you would too. Yeah, I knew there'd be no problem with yeah, that. Yeah, Wesley goes to uh, take his Starfleet Academy exams, and a girl says he's cute despite the fact he only wears one outfit. That scene, Warp war goes on some weird thing about how the women like throw things during sex, and he's getting really turned on about yeah. it. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, unless you're into Warp, I guess. And Warp was raised on Earth. So how does he know? <laughs> well, he seems to be into his rituals. We got a lot of humans on Earth right now who know a lot about uh, Klingon rituals. Oh, so true. The Facebook fan page is at facebook.com slash darksidescouch. The current episodes are at soundcloud.com slash darksidescouch. And the archived episodes are at darksidescouch.blogspot.com. What are we doing next time, Mike? Uh, we're doing a comic book about a, a, they're like a team of like field this goal kickers premise. like what are they they're retired. are they a, are they a football team or are they're they like, all kickers we're doing something called kickers incorporated yeah uh and we'll talk about it uh they're like superhero football kickers like this is gonna be our first attempt of reading a book live yeah we're gonna do it blind we haven't read it we haven't looked at it. i looked at a couple little notes but i haven't looked at the i book. thought it was about them fighting werewolves and it's not <laughs> 
No, it's stupid. Anyway. I picked it like, dude, football players it's, fighting werewolves. I'm in this. It's, like, that's not what it's about at all. No, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's about it's about them kicking field goals. <laughs> so we're gonna try to see if we can uh, do it actually without having read it beforehand and just look at it and see how it's how, how it works out. Just judging by the. I cover, didn't need to read this. We could have just looked at no, this. No, no, you could have made this up all together. I completely forgot it as soon as I finished reading it. All right, that's it, though. Anybody else got anything to add? Uh, don't read this book. It's called Phoenix. It's terrible. Superhero don't, books in general are bad. Just don't even go to Phoenix just to be on the safe side. <laughs> don't even don't even read. <laughs> just stop, stop reading re- yeah. so that you don't accidentally read this comic book. Dude, this is Trump America. Don't be reading no more. <laughs> got and, no place in this America. I'm going to do you no good. Ain't going to do me no good. Uh, anything, Shay? I'm sleepy after reading this book. Good night. They've got antimatter weapons that'll blow the whole solar system up now. You know they've got weapons that'll create black holes. That's even been declassified. You know they've got a polo shirt. Classic item in a man's wardrobe. And again, it's that Atlantis moment. Why not just tell everybody? Why not just admit it? Why not launch the space bases, do it all, stop creating slugs, stop creating weak people, stop incentivizing people to be jellyfish so a bunch of greedy globalists can have all the polo shirt technology for themselves because they don't want to give it to other people. You will never transcend with that type of behavior and spirit.